Podcast 63 for Brothers Comics. I am your host, the producer. Uh, on the line tonight, I have uh, three of my contributors to Brothers Comics. On the line tonight is the Sandman. Sandman, say what's happening. Hello, everybody. It's the three plus one tonight. <laughs> don't, t- don't sell yourself short, sir. Uh, you guys right. do know Sandman primarily from the Thursday Night Comic Book Chat, but he contributes on here in the Mothership Podcast as well. Also on the line tonight, we have the female perspective. Female perspective, say what's happening. Hola, what's up? All right, she's back. She's here. She missed podcast sixty-two, and I, uh, I think uh, Big Hutch, yeah, Big Hutch nicknamed that podcast, you know, just the pips. Um, so yeah, we did not have we did not have um, our leader with us. So yeah, so welcome back, female perspective. <laughs> And then also on the line tonight, it is uh, the co-founder of Rose Comics. It's Big Hutch. Big Hutch, say what's happening. What up? All right. So, yeah, so we're recording on a, a Sunday evening. Uh, not late Sunday evening, but kind of duskish about Sunday evening. Um, we're going to talk a lot about Wonder Woman today because three out of the four of us saw it. And uh, we'll get to that, but we'll go through the regular podcast stuff as well. Um, the first part of that is what you're drinking. Uh, now we know Sandman's a teetotaler, so he doesn't, uh, imbibe, so we'll skip you. All right, Big Hodge, what are you drinking? I'm drinking, uh, whiskey sour. Nice. That's the good stuff. Female perspective? Appletini. Very nice. I am on a Sam Adams summer ale. And what you got, Sandman? Pepsi? The uh, no, no, Arnold no. Palmer. I had, I had an Arnold Palmer. Y'all know me, man. Okay. I'm um, hardcore alcoholics. Like I always do. <laughs> I, can't, I can't deal with y'all. So. I understood. Um, so before we get too far into it, uh, we got to get to the RIPs. And we were talking before we started recording is that um, uh, one is uh, an RIP for the situation that happened in London again. Uh, a, I mean, a terrorist attack where they running cars into people and cutting people and stuff. just absolutely ridiculous over by the London Bridge. So uh, rest in peace to those people, and we with you, London, uh, for all of that. Uh, the other RIP that we had was Greg Allman, um, singer. I, I mean, uh, a singer and songwriter or whatever, performer in his own right. I think probably... Yeah, that's what I was going to just say. Probably unfairly, probably categorized or more famous for being married to Cher. Uh, so he yeah. passes away... Yeah, in Georgia here this past week. Um, so, yeah, uh, again, any Hutch, any Greg Allman memories, favorite songs or whatever? Um, I mean, that you hear them when you're driving through Georgia, and they're always on all the all Anglo channels. Female <laughs> <laughs> perspective, any Greg Allman memories, songs or whatever? Um, not really, um, yeah. you know, other than the, 
the, you know, more popular ones that they play. Right. Regular, but, yeah. Same name. Uh, the, there's one song I like, I believe this is him, called uh, Melissa. It's uh, surprisingly um, very good, I thought, because, you know, obviously we're not really into that type of music, but uh, um, it's a very good song. And uh, I was always, when I was heard it was him or his band, you know, making it, I was like, oh, wow. Who knew? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 I, before we started recording, I said, uh, like, uh, I know Midnight Rider, but the only reason I know it is because Dusty Rhodes used to come to it when he was, um, he had lost a lead town by Chateau Blanchard. And, uh, and so then he kept coming back to the ring as, uh, and I can't remember the name, where he had on a black mask. It's still Dusty Rhodes. He's still 300 pounds and doing all of his moves, <laughs> but he got a black mask on it. <laughs> 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 come out to Midnight Rider. So I know that's all. Yeah, I, I, I may have found out that was the Allman Brothers like 15, like, years ago. So, it, it whatever. But, yeah, so R.I.P. Greg Allman, uh, whatever. All right. So we're going to get into the box office report. Uh, hold on, let me hit my music. Uh, the box office report, female perspectives, will count us up from the top five movies over the weekend. We all know it's number one, but we'll get there eventually. I got a couple of stop signs uh, for a couple of the movies on here uh, before we get to Wonder Woman. Uh, Female perspective, what was number five? Number five was Baywatch, which made $8.5 million. Okay, that's my first stop sign. Um, I know none of us saw that, uh, and I'm pretty sure none of us really watched the TV show beyond seeing the slow motion bouncing boobs, at least for... uh, Female, or Big Hotch and I and, and, and Sandman. But, yeah, um, that would be me the, also. I, yeah. I must watch it. Yeah. For the bouncing boobs, you remember? Oh, no, no, no. I bet you oh. <laughs> I watched it. No, I wasn't watching it for the bouncing boobs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I meant, um, yeah, but the movie is a, an absolute bomb, like a complete bomb. It bombed last weekend. It's still currently bombing. Um, Female perspective, you are one of our major movie contributors and uh, opinionators here. Why would a movie such as that bomb completely? Um, other than it just not being very good, I mean, I I, I thought that, you know, there might have been an audience for it uh, because, you know, Baywatch, the TV series, had a little bit of a following. Um. But apparently, uh, you know, I guess with The Rock and, um, what's his name? Jack 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 Efron. They they weren't strong enough to to carry off the movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we we talked a little bit about it before. Is, um, you know, we had talked a little bit on on the PIPS podcast about, you know, it was just about to open. And we were like, hey, man, I don't know. It's, you know, the show is trash. The movie was right. probably going to be trash, too. So it's not a real surprise that it bombed. I think it's, it's surprising people it bombed so hard because it has The Rock in it, who, you know, right. essentially in everything. And he, you know, most of what he touches has been, you know, kind of gold. So, yeah, uh, it, the show is trash. It's ridiculous. So I, I don't know why that movie ever got made to begin with. Okay. Uh, well, number four. The Go thing ahead. is that Hollywood is just, 
they're just remaking pretty much everything, regardless of whether it was good or not. And it's just a matter of throwing, you know, something out there and seeing what sticks, and, and that's what they're doing. Right. And that's movie and show. Yeah, movie, because I just told her that they're bringing back Roseanne, the TV series. Uh, yeah, I saw like, that. Why? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah they're, I, just, I, they're just remaking and rebooting everything. I mean, right. where is the original material anymore? Granted, there are some some true artists who are putting original material out there, and mm-hmm. you know, uh, I think the general audience is hungry hungry for that, and that's why you think some of these movies do so well. But I mean, yeah, the the reboots and remakes. I mean, come on. Right. Yeah, yeah I, I, it, it, it's true. A lot of these things were made for a specific time, uh, you know, period. And if you take it outside of that time period, it, it's just hard to relate to it anymore. Okay. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm surprised it bombed as bad as it did. I thought The Rock could carry it much. I mean, he's already carrying it as it is, and he's carrying it as far as it could probably go. I thought he'd be able to carry it even further. Um, but apparently even he, The Rock, even he has his limits. Um but I did tweet out there, too, that, you know, yeah, the movie is probably bad. But don't tell me this ain't also rock fatigue, too. Like, people just tired of fucking seeing him. I mean, that that does happen, too. So, um... Yeah, you think he's overexposed? Yes, him. Yeah, he's absolutely overworked. I mean, I, I definitely think that, you know, I mean, over the course of... I mean, what, this is his, what, second or third movie this year, and we're in June. And I'm sure he's got at least one more offering coming up for the rest of the year. I mean, you know, three and four yeah. movies a year, that's a lot of movies in today in modern Hollywood. You know, most people are good to put out a movie a year. Mm-hmm. You, know? you know, so as to not get overexposed. That, you know, it used to be that he's kind of doing it the old Hollywood way where, you know, if you don't put it out, they'll forget about you, where that's not the case anymore. You know, with social networking and all that, they, you know, they won't forget about you. They could follow you and see all your exploits or whatever. And he doesn't have to do all this, but he's blowing through that. So, all right. What was number four? Uh, number four is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, which made nine point seven million. Yeah, and that is oh. made three hundred and fifty-five million thus far. Yeah, yeah, we we talked about it uh, ad nauseum. So I'm good on Guardians. What was number three? Iris of the Caribbean, or Caribbean, Dead Men's Tale No Tale. That made yeah. twenty-one million dollars. Right, that was. My- Stop sign is there too. Um, that uh, also well, actually, I mean, I thought they said that this movie was doing pretty good, but I'm looking at the budget. The budget was 230 million, and mm-hmm. it's only well, only, but it's made one 114 million thus far. So yeah, I mean, it's going to make budget back, but I don't know well, how it much won't make it. It won't make its budget back domestically. Internationally, it was because remember, Europeans love crap, and they love that stupid shit. Yeah, they do. So, I mean, I think they've, I think they stated that this was the last pirates movie for sure. Um, but well, they said, wait a minute, hold up. They yeah, said I don't know about all that. Before, yeah, they said that was the one they made before this one and turned around and did another one. So, no, yeah. you can't trust that. If they think right. they can make an extra five bucks off of it, they will make another one. 
Right. Hutch, why does Pirates bomb like it did? I mean, it's clearly underperforming, even the last one, which was god-awful, too. It's underperforming. I'm not even sure why you make these things anymore. It's under, nobody, I mean, only the hardcore Johnny Depp fans and the, I guess, the Disney horde are the ones watching this shit. Ain't no, nobody I know outside of uh, they slapping around for Johnny Depp is watching this stuff. The shit is right. awful. It's been awful for like three movies. Stop already. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is where you get your damn Disney in, sir. <laughs> damn Disney. There it is. There it is. Guardians. There it is. Damn Disney. There you go. All right. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, Johnny Depp is, uh, has become also a box office poison, and he's problematic because he beat up his wife, and yet he keeps getting roles. Um that's very difficult, you know, to continue um, to continue on to be uh, getting roles. But he's also a white male, so shit doesn't change. Um, but he's, it, I think people are tired of at least this act a little bit, and I don't know that he has any other, um, I don't know that he has any other, uh, like, bullets in his gun, to be honest with you. I mean, this was the one thing that he could come back to to make his money, and now this is a little bit shaky, so, uh Yeah. Fuck Johnny yeah. Depp. Sorry. It's interesting how things have changed <laughs> for him as far as his career is concerned. Because at one point, Johnny Depp was like the man. I mean, yeah. he could do no wrong. Could mm-hmm. do no wrong. And now yeah. I'm like, okay. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. It's over for him in that sense. <laughs> well, not yet. But he got that other franchise with Universal well, coming well, up. I, I put it that some people thought that he could do no wrong, and some people thought he was this exceptional actor and so forth. And I've been saying for a minute that he's basically playing the same character in every freaking movie. Right, and yep. And he covers up uh, with all the makeup and, and all that stuff. But, I mean, mm-hmm. the last time he really did, you know, some real acting, um, I think, was when he did Flow. And uh, what was the movie he did with Al Pacino? Um Donnie Brasco. Oh, yeah, that's right. Brasco. That's a good movie. Maybe that was really the last time he, he, you know, really did some, some good, interesting material. Or that's Nam 20 years I, ago. Yeah, a long time ago. I forgot it was him. Once he hooked up with Disney and started doing his pirate shit, then yeah, then basically he's been playing that one note for, you know, the last decade or so. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, I mean, I ain't never liked him to begin with outside of 21 Jump Street. Hutch can confirm my uh, adoration of that <laughs> show. And, um, yeah, it, 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 he is what he is at this point. But, I mean, I, again, I've only seen the first two Pirates movies. The first one I liked, the second one was garbage, and I never yeah. went past yeah, that. Same so. thing. Right. I mean, uh, real quick, I mean, I heard a good explanation from, on this from a, another show. And it was basically the first Pirates was... It wasn't completely about him. It was about the the dude, the the kid, and the the girl. And um, he was kind of a side character, you know, doing his crazy Jack Sparrow shit. And then at the second and third and all the rest of them, it's all been about Johnny Depp's character. And that shit gets old quick, man. And he's doing the drunken pirate, you know, whatever the hell his deal is. Uh, and they've been trying to spread that out for four months. That shit gets old quick, man. You know, right. they worked on the first one, and then they changed the formula, and it's been something ever since, man. So. Right. Yeah. Okay. There you go. 
Alright. Alright. So yeah, so that pirate ship has sailed. Alright, number two movie in the world. Number two hold on, my my screen there came up. Uh, hold on. Uh number two oh, crap. <laughs> number two is Captain <laughs> Underpants, the mm. first what? movie. Number yeah. two? Yeah, how much did it make? Yeah, that made twenty three million. Right. Oh, Jesus. Mr. Rock's also working hard, buddy. Overworked, buddy. Kevin Hart, I think, is one of the voices in there. Not the lead, but the, the black yeah, kid, naturally. He is going to uh, Oh, really? Good. Yeah, my son read those books uh, when he was in a lower elementary grades or whatever. I, I mean, I never read them. They are what they are. I mean, I don't, I mean, he hasn't said, hey, you can take me to go see the Captain Underpants movie. Um, but, I mean, they are what they are. It's no Thank different goodness. than me. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. Well, that was yeah, for sure, for sure, international screen. <laughs> um, and it was just, yeah. I mean, he hasn't said anything about it, so I'm, I'm straight, and I don't really feel like the need to talk about it. So I'm good. All right, what's the number one movie in America? <laughs> well, you know, what the number one movie is Wonder Woman, made a hundred million, and its budget was a hundred forty-nine million. So yeah. yeah. Pretty sure it will make a nice profit. It only made a hundred billion. Only? What? Well, only. Well, yeah. Well, the, internationally, I think it made. Well, it is the highest grossing um, movie uh, by a female director. So, yeah, it is. That's good. Yeah. I think it made another hundred and twenty some odd million dollars overseas. Um, so, like you know, like it's over two hundred million in terms of its worldwide box office after one week, which was a record as well. I mean, it, you know, it did well. Now we're going to jump into our uh, Wonder Woman review here. Now, Big Hot Sandman and I have seen the movie. Um, and I, uh, not, female perspective, did not, which is kind of ironic. Yeah, it's not. Damn, female perspective. Yeah, exactly. but it is on the list. Well, <laughs> womanly duties. Good, yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> what exactly. would what, 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 what ever do to you? Yeah. Well, before, before we get into the review, because I think when I'm, I'm tweeting about it and I'm, I'm posting and I'm responding to people, there's a sense of, and, and feel bad is the wrong expression, but I'm going to use the feel bad because I can't think of anything else right now. Too many beers. I feel bad in the sense that, like, I don't, like, I, I, I I know coming from, like, a male perspective, I'm going to have a different, like, take on the character because I'm a male. Like, even with my biases or unbiases, like, I think I'm going to have a different take on it than a, a, a female would have on the character. So, female perspective, like, in terms of the character in and of itself, what did or does Wonder Woman mean to you? Oh, well, first of all, one of the reasons why I was looking forward to seeing the movie because I basically grew up watching the television show with uh, Linda Carter. I mean, and, you know, mm-hmm. as a little girl, that was really the only, you know, female superhero that I knew of. So, I mean, yeah, you know, that was that was who, you know, little girls could relate to as far as that's concerned. So, um, and that, you know, that, that had an impact, of course. Um, and I do plan to see the movie. I just have not had an opportunity yet. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and we all grew up on the show because we're of a certain age. Um, so there's that. And so, I, I mean, in, in, as an overall sense, she's never really been one of my favorite DC characters um, outside of the animation stuff. Um, you know, because you go back and watch that cartoon or that one, that 
uh, Wonder Woman TV show now. It's like, eh, it's kind of cringeworthy. I mean, it's, it's really unwatchable. Yeah. Yeah. It's unwatchable. It's now. A, you know, and, and they kind of both came across my timeline this week, and I kind of, you know, went and watched some YouTube stuff. Like, that and the Bionic Woman and the Bionic Man essentially are the same show. Um, yeah, and and right. and I, I used to absolutely love the Bionic Woman. I loved Lindsay Wagner. It was something about her that I just absolutely loved. I just mm-hmm. loved her as an actress, and I loved the Bionic Woman. So, um, yeah, I just yeah. love the show. Yeah, right. I love the Bionic Woman, too. <laughs> 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 For different reasons. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, all right, so let's get into the review. Um, Hutch saw it before anybody, which is a minor miracle in and of itself. Uh, he saw it Thursday night. I saw it yesterday. Sandman saw it today. And we shared our kind of reviews, you know, via our texting or whatever. Uh, so we'll let Hutch go first, and then we'll kind of jump in. Go ahead, Hutch. Like, what did you think of the movie initially, and then maybe, like, after we started talking about it, what did you think? Well, I, I saw it on Thursday. I saw it late Thursday. It was about 85 to 90% crowded. There was a lot of old-ass dudes in there. Including yourself, huh? Anyway, so I thought the movie, I, I phrased the movie on a curve. It's a woman superhero. The the woman playing the uh, uh, Wonder Woman, Gal Gadot, Gadot, whatever, is hot. Uh, so I watched the movie with big eyes, and it's, I mean, it's a, I liked it. It's a combination of several, several other movies. They took the quote-unquote best part of those movies and threw them on there. They, I mean, yeah, I liked it. Okay. Um, go ahead, Sam, man. You saw it today, so yeah. it's pressure for you. What did you think? Yeah. Yeah, well, like we were talking about before we started the podcast, uh, I thought it was fairly amazing that they would take, you know, such fantastical uh, um, origin story and able to actually tell it to a point that, you know, we could actually believe it. But the same thing uh, I thought of Thor. Preach, which, brother, preach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and y'all know how crazy Thor is. Wonder Woman is basically the female version of Thor, if you really look at it. And it, it was very, um, I mean, it moved. Fairly, you know, it was kind. Of, it was a little long. I thought it was about maybe twenty minutes too long. I thought it kind of dragged at the end. But I, I thought uh, Gal Gadot was uh, decent in the role. I don't think she was a great actress, but I thought she held it down enough that where you could believe it was her. Uh, I thought the um, ethnicity of her accent works well with that character. Um, I thought the villains were weak as hell uh, until, until we see who the ultimate villain is. They pretty much telegraph it. But uh, so you can see it. You can see it coming. Yeah, the classic like uh, back end superhero battle. They seem to have to put in everyone. I'm still trying to see somebody break that mold. It hasn't in here. Uh, but I mean, they did a good job. It's good, not great, but it's by far the best DC movie ever made. Which ain't saying nothing. But you got to start somewhere. So there you go. Okay. Um, I saw it yesterday. Um, again, we, like I said, we talked via text or whatever, and I talked to Hutch yesterday after I saw it. Um, it really is um, a combination of a lot of movies. And as I was talking to Hutch yesterday, I was like, you know, 
the more I started to think about it, the more I started talking about it, I was like, the more I was like, man, you know what? There was some flaws in there. Hutch is right. It is being graded on the curve. It's a total Attack of the Clones, a total Batman Begins situation where the movie is being graded against the movies that came before it, which were crap. So, exactly. like, man, you know, compared to Suicide Squad and to Batman versus Superman, yes, it's freaking Citizen Kane. Yeah, Anything but, good against that shit, yeah. Yeah, but when you kind of think about it and you take yourself out of that, it's like, all right, let me just judge it on the merits of another itself. And I think I put up somewhere, I was like, it's the definition of I'd. You know, everybody, you know, slang <laughs> folks know that expression. It's spelled A I I I G H T. It's I. It's I. It's I. It's I. You know, and that's about it. And it, 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 and there was, it is too long. I fell asleep during a portion of it, to be quite honest wow. with you. And um, it, it, the stuff where she is Wonder Woman is great. Like, the stuff where she is, and we're going to spoil for you, female spectrum, I'm sorry. The stuff where she is Wonder Woman is great. Yeah. The, the, no man's right. land, the no man's land scene where she goes across, to, that, that is yeah. one of the probably the best things of committed to yeah. superhero Movies. That's a good. That's, that's great. a very good scene. That's a very, yeah. good, very good scene. That's a great scene. The stuff on uh, Timothea is great too, uh, with the Amazons. But all the stuff with, um, and I've been calling them the Howling Commandos, with Steve Trevor and the Howling Commandos, yeah. it just yeah. was unnecessary. <laughs> I call it the Straight out of Captain America. It's almost. It the was same straight thing. out of the first Avenger. I mean, almost yeah. to the beats on some of the things where you see him very riding the motorcycle. Through the yeah. war zone, I'm I'm just like, come on, man, and just mm-hmm. it, it just it it seemed not disingenuous, but it just seemed like okay, now I we know what you're doing. You took a movie that you know some people have a lot of you know positive feelings for, but it's by far the weakest of three Captain America movies. But you took that and you kind of you know blended some of that, and I think you know Sam said the parts of Thor, Thor were mixed in there mm-hmm. too. You know, trying to tell that 300. story. Yeah, three hundred. Yeah, yeah, all that slow mo stuff. That's all Zack Snyder in there, and you know, and the the stuff. You know, I was like, you know what? (laughs) Okay, Wonder Woman had to see people's good for her to care about them or whatever, and she had. But there's this fake thing with her, Steve Trevor. You know that he gets. You know, she finally gets some some Earthling wing wing, and um, like that wasn't necessary, and it wasn't this. You know, this thing where like, well, she slept with uh, Steve Trevor. Oh, yeah, really? well, yeah, it's in... the hottie, so I, I can understand that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so there's that, and it, it's like you know they were telling this thing, oh, she has to, you know, feel human humanity or whatever, and you know, and I, I'm like, right. I really, and the more I was thinking about it today, they lightweights, you know, slipped a, you know, a white man savior trope in there because. You know, mm. he is the, you know, Steve Trevor is the one that, you know, again, he sacrifices himself at the end of the movie, just like yeah. freaking Spoilers, uh, Captain yeah. America does. Spoiler alert. Oh, yeah. Major spoilers. Too much out there. Yeah. 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 But they did, they slipped that in there too, and I'm just like, this wasn't necessary. Like, Wonder Woman, and again, I know they're trying to tell an origin story, and I know that it messes with everything, but they didn't have to slip that in there. They didn't have to have, what? I hope not. I hope he did. Man, if he he comes back, who is he, the Winter Soldier? Come on, man. man. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do that shit. 
whoever slept through that thing at the beginning of the movie, that, it might have, well, uh, Granny might smell like fish or something, but whatever. Um, somebody slept through uh, that picture at the beginning of the movie, and no. I'm guessing them. Oh no, it wasn't. No, you missed um because you didn't see, you haven't seen Batman versus Superman. That's a key point to Batman versus Superman. Bruce Wayne center of the picture. No, yeah, yeah. you hadn't seen Batman versus Superman. Oh, yeah, yeah that's all. But I, it just that's like all. I said, yeah, <laughs> like like see Batman versus <laughs> Superman. Um, so yeah, I, I, overall, like I said, it's I. It's nothing. To, it's nothing to. I mean, the the praise that it's getting online or whatever. And then again, from like yeah. female fans or whatever. Like I get it. Like we're gonna be this way when Black Panther comes out. Like people are gonna try yeah. to tell us shit. And we're like, you fuck up, you racist motherfucker. You know, it's, 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 <laughs> we're gonna be we're gonna be the same way. That's and I just think that um, you know, it's hard to kind of take your blinders off about certain things. And we're not any. You know, we did a whole podcast on our blind spots about stuff. So. I like I get it like and you know and if you see it from a different perspective because you're like a lady or whatever like I totally get that part I'm not even trying to on that part but I'm just like like I said it was all right it was again much better than anything that DC had done I kind of yeah. wish this movie Hutch what do you think if that movie well you didn't see Batman versus Superman but Sam and what do you think if if that movie would have come before Batman versus Superman would have oh, made would have maybe helped it, the universe it out be, it would have helped it tremendously. Yeah, it had to be on the back end of Superman and Batman. Yeah, I disagree. Really? Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I, I was I was going to say if they had come out with this uh, first, uh, it would have helped them uh, tremendously. I think because it it would have been a good movie. First of all, not great, but good. I mean, just like Marvel did. Marvel had some of uh, the what the first four they had before the Avengers. I mean, Thor was I liked it. A lot of people thought it was just okay. You know, they had a couple of good Captain America. The same. It was good to okay. Um, but they, the point is they were building up to it. And then DC jumped in with, you know, let's go. And <laughs> Batman, Superman, it was like, whoa. And then of course the shit didn't make no damn sense. And then you know, everybody's like, what the hell y'all doing? So, you know, you know, it tripped them up from the beginning. So that would have gave them any other time to steady themselves and, you know, uh, give them a, a course where they were going before they just ran straight into the wall and knocked the themselves out. So, but, and I think, I too, with Diana's kind of uh, optimistic worldview, right. we, have that, we have that going into Batman versus Superman, and we don't have the freaking, you know, the freaking emo Superman, and yes, how they terrible. messed up Man of Steel, how they messed exactly. up Batman versus Superman, and how those movies are so dark and depressing, and Jeez, uh, yeah. literally and figuratively. And where you finally have a movie, you know, that, you know, or a character that's uplifting, you know, and it, instead of centering it around Batman, which I think has always been a mistake. So, um, yes. Who's I? Who's I? The more I think about it, though, I mean, it's freaking, there's a Red Skull character with the, the lady female chemist. There's, it's just, it's freaking a, I'm a straight lip. Yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's somebody they come in. With Star Wars, they just, I mean, Star Wars 7 is Star Wars 4. Rogue One, right. Yeah, agreed. Right. There's, you know, I agree. You know, but that was one film copying from the same film group, not one hero <laughs> copying from a completely different other group of uh, another <laughs> company. Right. Or whatever. Yeah, Captain America's not made a play. <laughs> no, he's not. He's not. And then, and, but, and lastly, 
the the last act of that movie, the thing with Aries or whatever, is garbage. The end of yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. That, that's standard, yeah, that, standard serial fight. Yeah, it was it was sloppy as hell. Yeah, it was sloppy. Yeah, yeah. Put it was pushed together all at the last second. And I was like, oh yeah, by the way, we have to have her fight the big bad or whatever. Oh yeah, okay, mm-hmm. let's do that. And it was just like it was so. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't was, was, was great. It wasn't. And, 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 yeah, and based on the comic book, Ares deserved better than that, too. Much well, better. Well, well, consider this was during World War One, and our little uh, friend Adolf was 20 years later. Apparently, Ares <laughs> didn't give it up. Yeah, he maybe. Must, he must have been right. nice for another uh, 20 years. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I guess, I mean, they've already greenlit Wonder Woman 2. Patty Jenkins, oh, the yeah, director, yeah. is already back on, you know, said yeah, going to do that. As you would imagine, yeah. that it comes back to a, um, to like a modern time. There's not going to be another freaking retro story. I would hope not. No, they but they put the mark doing that twice, yeah. And the, right. But two. All right, so, talk, okay, so if there's Wonder Woman 2, who would you make her fight in Wonder Woman 2? That's just what I was about to ask. Like, her rogue Ooh. gallery is awful. Her rogue gallery So who terrible. do you think, Sam, man? Who does she fight? She talks? Oh, shit. I mean, outside of what? Cheetah, who we all hate. And yeah. uh, who else? Uh, like, uh, What's the, the goddess? Um, there's a goddess she fights, oh, yeah, too. Oh, yeah, that's uh, Cersei. Turns, like, people into dogs or whatever the hell it is. Cersei, uh, I believe. Cersei, there you go. There you yeah, go. Cersei. That's another one. Yeah. Oh, she's, like, like, she's yeah, she's she's a goddess. She's the big spoiler. Like, she's the so, uh, the daughter of Zeus. They come to um, um, tell you at, uh, toward the end of the movie. So um, the, the reveal is. So I mean, it'll be natural if they had you know some more, more Olympian stuff that she ends up fighting against. They they could they could trot that out somehow. I don't know how they would do it, but that's that's. I mean, who else are you gonna fight? You know, Gigantic. So terrible. Giganta. Giganta. Uh, I mean, yeah, her rogues are not very good. Nah, um, that's bad. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, her <laughs> rogues are really bad. So. Donald Trump. Stop yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see that. Stop. Yeah, I would too. Only if it's a beating. But, yeah. yeah. All right. So, yeah, so that's our Wonder Woman review. Uh, we spoil a lot. Sorry, female perspective. Um, but... I, I, yeah, I definitely thanks will. for spoiling that, especially the ending. Damn producer! Yeah. Damn producer! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's no e- there's no Easter eggs either, by the way. Hutch hit us up to that, and like you know, the movie was rolling, and my my people are like, "Where are we going?" I'm like, "There's no Easter egg. We can go. It's not Marvel." And your, yeah. your uncle already told us, so <laughs> it was good. No, yeah. At least they told us. Waiting around. All right. Yeah. Okay, so that gets us through uh, the Wonder Woman review. Hold on, let me look at the time check. All right, so we're rolling out about half an hour. So let's uh, go ahead and roll into blurred notes. I'll hit my notes or my music real fast. Blurred notes. Blurred notes. Blurred notes. Blurred notes. All right, blurred notes is our uh, group of questions from news, from comic books, and whatnot over the week. Uh, they'll give me a number. They'll talk about the topic if they know anything about it. Female perspective always goes first. One through five. Two. Two. Um, 
Oh, yeah, two is like kind of an all of us thing here. Over the past, last week, we all were at two different comic conventions and kind of wanted to talk a little bit about them. You might have listened to the short podcast or whatever, but, uh, you know, kind of give your, you know, your little bit of review about um, y'all were at MomoCon. So, female perspective, that was your first MomoCon. If you listen to the podcast, Hutch was doing MomoCon before it was called MomoCon. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. that kind of. Um, he, he was doing before they. Uh, when it was at uh, Georgia Tech, so um, yeah, right. Yeah, but how was what was your impression of MomoCon? What was your impression of MomoCon from your perspective? Oh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed, it. and like I said, this um, like you pointed out, this is my first time attending, so I wasn't quite sure what to expect. I mean, I I knew that it was you know a Comic Con, uh, anime Comic Con, but you know I wasn't quite sure you know how what the setup was going to be and so forth. But it was cool. I mean, the cosplay was great. Um, like I pointed out, um, the um, artistry was was definitely on point. Um, the vendor section had great artists, crafts, uh, would always get sucked in by the jewelry. <laughs> um, and um, we had an opportunity to do a great interview um, with a food Richardson, um, and she was very nice, very pleasant to interview. Um, and and it was packed. I mean, it was packed with all different ethnicities, the young, old, male, female. I mean, basically people just doing their own thing, um, right. which is great. Right. Y'all hit the double up that went two days. You know, y'all, we usually only hit the one-day counting or whatever. How much MomoCon, again, your first official MomoCon in terms of, you know, covering as, as, as media as well. How would you think it? Um, actually, I did enjoy it. it when I first, we got there on Saturday, you know, there was a, a lot of other things going on at the World Congress Center. So Yeah, there was a graduation um, going on as well. So that was a little confusing because you had people going to graduations and then, you know, you had the mobile con. And I think they might have had something else. There was there something else. Yeah. Right. There's always an event or some other type of event. So you got these different... I mean, completely opposite things kind of converging on the middle of downtown, so of Atlanta, and that's, I mean, that's always can make it very interesting. So, yeah, kids graduating on one side, people dressed up like Harley Quinn and Spider-Man and whatever on the other side. Very interesting. Various anime characters. Right. And showing very, and showing lots of flesh in some of the models. Yeah. 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 But in all in all, it was, I thought it was great. The people were buried down to earth. Um, there was like there was gaming booths everywhere. And whatever yeah, you wanted to gaming do, section. Whatever you wanted to do was there. So I think it's fun had by all. I would believe, including mm-hmm. me, and I feel a lot of fun mm-hmm. too. Right. Yeah, it's always fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we um. Uh, y'all went to the MomoCon that weekend. It was Memorial Day weekend. Sandman and I went to uh, MegaCon in Orlando. Uh, I went mm-hmm. two days. I think Sandman only went to one day. Uh, yeah. Sandman, you know, what was your, you went Saturday with me and my kids. What was your uh, MegaCon experience? Like, you'd been to MegaCon before, but not as press. Yes. Yeah, it was different being uh, involved in the press. I mean, 
let's let's call it true. You you're the real press. I'm just kind of the hanger on, kind of like the, the muscle. <laughs> if I need to say anything about it, whatever. There you I go. like, but um, yeah, <laughs> I'm always amazed at the sheer volume of people that come out to this thing. And I'm and I'm telling you, these nerds are serious. And I say that as one of them, not trying to judge nobody or charge anybody <laughs> or something. I mean, people dress up. People take the, some of the costumes are so amazing and detailed, intricate. I mean, uh, they have to have regular jobs to support their mm-hmm. habit, you know, to make these things. So I'm, I'm always amazed at uh, the dedication uh, these people have. I mean, it was gigantic. It was clouded. Just like um, not too long ago, we were at Star Wars Celebration at the same convention center, and it was on par with that. At first, you know, in the morning, it didn't seem like it was as big originally, but Toward the afternoon, man, that parking lot was just as filled, and it was just as packed. I wish I had taken a picture of the line to get into this thing. It was uh, a mass, a sea of people, and these, this convention center in Orlando is not small. So <laughs> it, was, um, it, was very, um, it was very good. The highlights were, obviously for us, Chris Claremont, we sat in on his panel. We uh, kind of discussed that on Thursday night, uh, comic book chat. Um, we saw Thamka Johnson of X-Men fame, Jean Grey. Uh, that was also very good. Um, those were the two big highlights. And um, uh, the joke we came up with is that they should rename the thing VendorCon because you could not walk 10 feet without running into another booth, somebody trying to sell <laughs> something. I mean, the shit was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's, um, I enjoy myself. I always enjoy going to these things. And, you know, at least usually one day is about enough for me. If I go to the, Saturday, the main day, the Saturday, I'm tired as hell and I'm good. But um, yeah. I always enjoy going, regardless. Yeah, it was a good con. Uh, it was my first mega con. Um, you know, he did touch on uh, a lot of the highlights of it for us. I went on Friday and then on Saturday. You know, I wish I had hit up a lot of the stuff on Friday. Or, heck, I wish I had gone up on Thursday on the preview day because I could have done probably all of the, the Brothers comic stuff minus the pictures and gotten interviews with people before it got insane, uh, you know, yeah. notes for next Lesson year. Lesson learned. We love yeah, Lesson and, learned. Um, because it's just, it, Saturday, it's just insane. I mean, the, it's, the, it's, tight. it's the, just too many people. It's, it's, too many, it's too tight. There's so many vendors. And I, sent, I think I sent the Hutch. I was like, you know, you're doing this thing for San Diego. We're wanting to do that. I'm like, you could just come to Orlando and pretty much get the – the, the similar experience, maybe without some of the A-list stars. That's basically right. it. Um, right. But it's the same experience uh, that you're going to get. Uh, so it was a great con. Uh, one of my favorites. I was having con withdrawal after getting out of there because it was, it was such a good experience. So, yeah, MegaCon was hype. Uh, I'm definitely excited about it for next year already, the full year out. So, all right. Yeah. All right, Big Hutch. No, one through five, not two. I'm still number one. That's right. You always take number one. Um, hold on a second. I can't read my freaking chicken scratch. Um, oh, uh, yeah. The uh, there's planning for. Um, there's been a lot of casting for uh, the new mutants movie. Uh, as Mar- as X Men or Fox tries to expand their universe outside of Deadpool and the X Men, they've cast Sunspot. And they cast Moonstar, Danny Moonstar. Uh, Chris Claremont confirmed with us on. At the uh, panel, we sat on that they're going to do the Demon Bear story. Uh, yoo-hoo! And uh, but they ca- there's been some controversy, Hutchins, that they cast um, Sunspot as you know he is, they cast a Brazilian actor, uh, but he's fairly light skinned. I mean, if you didn't know, you'd think he was probably white or a white dude with a tan. And then they cast the Moonstar actress, who they said, well, she's part Native American, 
And but again, somebody that you would think that might be Hispanic or might, it could easily pass for white. So they think that they're whitewashing the new mutants. Uh, what's your thought on just you know the lack of diversity in casting for the new mutants? Ain't nothing new. Ain't got a song news. Nothing new. Nothing new. What is supposed to be the ethnicity of those two characters? Both are supposed to be Brazilian. Yeah, he's Brazilian. He's Brazilian. 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 Yeah, yeah. He's kind of a little darker skinned Brazilian to Mm -hmm. add. I don't know how they. Native folks. Yeah. And they did cast a Brazilian dude in the role. He's just white. White, you know, exactly. yeah, right. and I get right. right. During the U boat after World War II, they went to Brazil and and got with the native folks, and now we got all these white Brazilians. But yeah, right. Still, still. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's you know it kind of sparked off a little bit of controversy. It was just like you know that character is an Afro uh, Afro Latin person, um, or like a black Brazilian. Like I mean, literally like Pele. Like that his kind of his history or his origin is kind of like Pele. <laughs> Yeah, he's clearly not white. He's clearly not white. He's kind of, when I, in human form, I would say, uh, if he was younger, I would be, I would be like the dude, uh, cut off from the Fresh Prince to be that. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's, and that's a good example, but he's definitely not white. Uh, and yeah. that's what they cast or whatever. And then Moonstar, too, they cast that the other day, and it's, you know, it's essentially like a white lady. Like, well, you know, I'm part Native American. Like, well, we all part Native American, nigga. Um, so, uh, <laughs> wait a minute. Hold up. The actress claimed that she was part Native American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God. <laughs> so, well, sure, that went over well. Yeah. 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 Well, and then you know, and then the other cast is like I think uh, that lady that I hate on freaking Sansa. Sansa Stark is no, not Sansa. Uh, what's the other oh. Stark girl that's alive? Oh yeah. Yeah, Arya. Uh, yeah. yeah, she's Arya. in it. Yeah, yeah, she's in it, and uh, it's just a bunch of white folks. That's, that's basically it. I mean, it's just a bunch of white people, and so Arya it's just kind of curious. Is she Wolfsbane? I think she might be Wolfsbane. Yeah, right. Yeah, she is definitely. Definitely. You do suck. Yeah. <laughs> 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 she had been on the podcast on Thursday. Uh, uh, Brother Beavis um, came to that conclusion as well. Uh, because he's been trying to read that on the side, you know, or whatever, and he's like, this is just terrible. The books are awful. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Good luck with that movie. Um, because so that didn't come out with new views is Celine or the Black Queen. That's about it. Yeah. Well, and, and, I mean, she didn't come out of it, but she was part of it mostly, and she's by far the most famous new mutant. It would be magic. I mean, you know, so that mm-hmm. was something Which okay. Super too. fucking awful. You just think yeah. it's worse. Noted. It's Fox. Exactly. All right. Um, so, yeah, so that's blurred note number two, or number one. Uh, Sandman, anything but one or five? Deuce. No, deuce. Uh, no, excuse me, two. No, she picked, yeah, one and two. Three, four, five. Oh, oh. You yeah, number three. Yeah, that was hey, the, the Sandman. The Sandman. <laughs> 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 right, he's not. But anyway, yeah. And speaking of, I got a, I got a note from one of our people 
Somebody said there ain't no episode 61 in our podcast. I, you know what? That may be true, but I don't know why you're playing that out on live television. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty laundry. No, give people what they want. Episode 61. <laughs> <laughs> Fight, 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 fight. Yeah, why are you doing that on? Why are you doing that in public, man? <laughs> uh, they're not wrong. They're not wrong. All up in the Kool Aid. Yeah, yeah, they're not wrong either. But noted. Thank you for pointing that out for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, thank you. Uh, but yes, number three. Uh, this would have been uh, yeah, Susan. Sorry. Uh, it was reported to now with the success of Wonder Woman uh, that um, Marvel is looking to push forward with a uh, a Black Cat and Silver Sable movie. Um, not Marvel. Uh, not Marvel. No, sorry, sorry. Sony is looking yeah, to push forward to a Black Cat Silver Sable movie uh, with two you know characters that are in the Spider Verse. Uh, I would say. Black Cat, clearly more popular and well-known than Silver Sable, but also nobody gives a damn about Black Cat other than yes, oh, outstanding oh, cosplay. Does anybody give a damn about either one of those characters? I mean, Hell no. Sony does. So why, That's it. Why do they think that they deserve a solo movie? Because they're stupid and desperate <laughs> to make money. Because they think we're stupid. <laughs> yeah. This is a terrible idea. <laughs> yeah. It inspires some. It's some great cosplay. Let's not shortchange that part of it for Black Cat. But oh, yeah, beyond that, is it Hutch? Is it worth? Uh, I don't know, fifty, sixty million dollars to make this movie for the chance that they might make some money out of it. This might not even be good as a Netflix event, let alone for <laughs> the silver screen. No pun intended. To watch this shit. Are you fucking kidding? This is awful. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, noted. Uh, and uh, you know, and that's that's part of it too. It's just like it. Like, again, there's the Deadpool effect that we see in these R-rated movies, and now there's going to be the Wonder Woman effect where we start to see some female movies, which is not a terrible idea. But I'm not sure if I would be starting my universe on with Black Cat and Silver Sable. Like, I might not be. Uh, it might not be where I had started this, at all. This okay. might so be part of the Harley Quinn universe because what? these characters, I mean, these aren't even C-list uh, characters in Spider-Man universe. These are D and F+. Plus. <laughs> 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 well, they can only use uh, Spider-Man's back, you know, rogues gallery. That's why they're using all these scrub bombs and stuff that nobody cares about. Nobody gives a shit about them outside of Spider-Man, so... I don't know what their death. I mean, they did get Tom. Uh, what's his name for uh, Venom? Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm kind of going off. We're not talking about Venom, but uh, yeah. um, I forget, I can't think of his name right now. But um, yeah, they got a pretty decent actor for that. I still think it's going to fail, but because nobody gives a shit about that character because it's so intimately linked to Spider-Man. But I mean, this is this is their plan, trying to make money off what they have. I mean, I can't blame them for it, but. They're just going about it in an amazingly stupid way. And I think we all know what it's going to lead. So, is Marvel going to do a damn thing like they're doing for Gotham? And it's going to, well, Nick, I know Spider-Man, and it's called The Bugle and shit or something. And I mean, uh, I mean, that's a Nick ideal, right? A damn a story without Spider-Man. But everybody in the Spider-Man universe, 
dumb as fuck. Nobody cares about that crap. No, they don't. stuff is pushing it. I mean, I don't think anybody cares about Gotham that seriously, but it is what it is. I just don't think that um, this this is not well thought out, but it does lead to kind of like a side brother topic about, okay, so if Marvel and or DC or any other company is thinking about, like, okay, what female hero deserves a movie? Like, now we're going to give these female movies a try. Wonder Woman did this. You know, I still think it might be a little bit of a, a mistake for some of them because Wonder Woman has a freaking massive history uh, with right. people. Uh, but if yeah, you're going Wonder to give Woman somebody... It's a well-known, you know, figure. Um, right. Other yeah. side and side characters that the average person hasn't heard of. So that's, so that's the question. That's the question in female perspective. What female hero that you know of do you think that could support a solo movie? that has enough of a fan base and following to support a solo. I would like to see a Thor movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Nah, yeah. It's, it's, it's probably just, one of the only yeah. ones that I could think of. Hutch, you can't think of a female hero that could support a full movie? I'm struggling officially. I mean, the, the, I mean there's, only like, there's only like five really top strong female superheroes in the whole universe of females. And mm-hmm. I mean, Wonder Woman, of course, is number one, mm-hmm. and Storm's on that list too. But Invisible mm-hmm. Woman, uh, nah. I already tried that. Right, I mean, right, woman. So. Right, I got so one. See, yeah. I don't see a full-fledged movie of any female at this particular moment. I mean, but granted, they've had Witchblade and they've had oh some Paint Girl. <laughs> I mean, side angle, side angle, side angle characters. Right. Yeah, uh, I mean, I agree. I think Storm, if cast properly and in a proper situation, she could probably be the only one that could do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're giving us a, uh, what is it, a Captain Marvel movie um, yeah. next year, I guess, or whatever, coming out with Brie Larson playing Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I mean, I don't know if yeah. that's going to be, I mean, can, well, Captain Marvel's become very important in the in Marvel comic books and whatnot in the last. Did you like the new Captain Marvel character? The the with um Carol Danvers? Yeah, that one. Yeah, she's alright. I mean she's okay. She's fine. Why was she wrong with Carol Danvers? So that's how you really feel, huh? Yeah, really. Okay. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm I'm surprised they haven't tried to make a Black Widow movie. I'm talking MCU here because um yeah. they've they, that character, I mean, is, I mean, yeah, in Avengers War, she's important, but in the main, you know, comic community, she's not huge. But they've managed to build up that brand with these movies in the MCU. So I would not be surprised if they uh, try to make something with her. That could be. I mean, you could have Cap show up or whatever, or Hawkeye, or whatever. You know, with the whole spy thing, because that goes well together. They already, they already have like half a movie. You're uh, you're like go, uh, Sandman. I'm pretty oh, sure they're thinking about it, but after that goes in the shell, they're like, ugh. Yeah, that don't yeah. help. I, I agree that don't help, but this is Marvel, and, you know, they got a plan, unlike all these other pretenders do. So <laughs> I would trust them before I do some of these other cats. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's, 
I think I think Storm could. Uh, I can't think of any other DC hero female that could carry one. Yeah, it's, it's a um, except for maybe because of just the name, maybe Batgirl, but just because of the Bat part of it. Um, and uh, Marvel. Uh, I'm trying to see Storm. You, you could do. She-Hawk. I mean, She-Hawk. you could probably you could, do a She-Hawk movie. Yeah, you I could do a so. decent one. I mean, she's not well known outside, you know, outside the comics fans, but you know, you'd have to do some some uh, homework to get bring people up to speed with her. But you know, that's something they could do. What's that? What's that? She-Hawk. She-Hawk. It's Bruce Banner's cousin. Um, okay. He got a. She got a, a trans. She got a trans blood transfusion from Bruce. I forget why she got shot or something, and his gamma blood transformed her into She-Hulk, the, the, uh-huh. the female version of the Hulk. But she ain't stupid. She's got all the strength, and right. you know, she she's green and stuff. Like that she in her day job. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's a lawyer, and she stays as She-Hulk. Everybody just knows her as uh, the She-Hulk, and she has a regular job. So. Mm. They could do it. I mean, if they try. Yeah, that, could, that might work. Yeah. It, it ain't Black Cat and Silver Sable. That's for sure. Oh, God, it ain't <laughs> right, yeah. nobody, nobody gives a fuck about that shit. I don't know what they yeah. do. Uh, let's throw, lob this right to female perspective because it's right in their alley. Um, the producer of the X-Men movies gave an update on the Gambit movie this week um, oh, that man. it's still stuck in developmental hell. It does not have a director. Uh, Channing Tatum is still attached to it. Uh, they really think they're just waiting for, and I quote, the right situation uh, to get the movie made and whatnot, but it's still nowhere near close to happening or completion. So, Gambit the movie on hold, female perspective. Oh, you know what? I read that article that he was um, where he was expressing why he left the project and he said he had he didn't have a personal connection to it. And, <laughs> and, and yeah, it was weak. That means weak. he knew that shit was going to bomb. I don't blame him. Good for him. He ran away from that bullshit. Good for him. Good for him. The director of the Fantastic Four movie for no, the one that the last Fantastic Four movie. The last one and the black dude did the other one. What Tim Story? Yeah, I haven't heard about oh, Tim Story. Exactly. Yeah. That's why you he got, the game. Yeah, he got banished after that shit. Yeah. He, exactly. He, he, so yeah, that that's really what he was referring to. Um, nice. I do believe the the Gambit movie will get made, as I've said repeatedly, um, at nauseum. Uh, Tater Head Tatum will not be attacked <laughs> first off then done. Uh, <laughs> there you have it. <laughs> no. yeah. Yeah. it. It. I mean, when I you know I post these things on Facebook or Twitter or whatever, people are just like, "Who thought this was a good idea to begin with? Like, why? Why is the need to be Fox. a damn movie to begin with? <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense to have it. I mean, nobody nobody was screaming for a damn movie." Um, so I don't... Well, there are fans from Gambit that, that would like to see this character's story, you know, brought to life. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think if it's done properly with the right actor and director, I mean, I, I think there is an audience for it. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just I think that he... <laughs> <laughs> he might be better served for Netflix, too. 
Yeah. You can tell it. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. that. That could be uh, an avenue they could take. Um, yeah, maybe do it on Netflix. About six episodes. Anything more than that? No. I did. But we said on the Thursday Night Comic Book Chat that, you know, he doesn't really have, like, a lot of um, stories that, you know, you could be pulling from comic books to make into movies. So that means you'd be making the stuff up from scratch. And, you know, when I've said, you know, if they go to thieves, kill assassins, assassin kill thieves, like, I'm out. It's <laughs> <laughs> not going to happen, man. Uh, that's it. I'm done. So you yeah, can't do yeah. it. All right. Last one is up for, uh, I think it's the Sandman here. Um, it was reported that uh, the director of, is it Rain Johnson, the director of Episode 9 for Star Wars, or seven, mm-hmm. six, seven, eight, Episode 8 for Star Wars, he said that there was absolutely no planning for episodes eight and nine when he signed on for this for for to be the director. So mm-hmm. the question I put out there: how much how much was hedging Disney hedging their bet that this movie could have absolutely bombed if there was no pre planning ahead? Oh shit! Yeah, I heard the uh, I, I didn't read the story, but I did see the headline, and I got like what? Huh? <laughs> as soon as I saw that. That's uh, I can't believe that. I I don't know uh, if if that Disney doesn't leave things to chance usually. Even if you don't like the movies, like the Pirates movies, they still got a plan. I can't believe uh, a B blockbuster franchise like Star Wars they just leave that out there to chance to blow in the wind and uh, have a chance to fail. I don't I don't know about that. It's, but you know what? Those um. Those people were paying so badly by... But that was George. That was George. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. I think there was some trepidation, even on Disney's part, that this could go south real quick. So, I mean, not not that they... I think they probably did have a backup plan, but the fact that they um, didn't plan out the, the other two movies, I can almost believe that. Like, if, I, if I'm this dude, I wouldn't, I wouldn't move, take my ass to no uh, Tunnel in Paris no time soon. That shit might get you knocked off by Disney. <laughs> 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 get you a Come on, man. 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 Come Disney knocking off people for talking too much. Yeah, and we call him the line stepper. Yeah, yeah. I, I, can, I can see, I can see, and I, I agree from my perspective that, like, man, those movies was paying. I'm not sure, you know, we're about to tell a, a story that, you know, that's blending all these characters that people don't know. Uh, they, they were kind of hedging their bet. They were hedging their bet. But that might have been a buy, you know, buy buy low situation. Sell high, yeah. buy low. They well, might have gotten it that. at that but point. But they knew what, they weren't going to just what? They were going to redo those uh, prequels? No. They were going to make new ones. Mm-hmm. That's what they're trying to do. They're going to make all these cartoons. That's what they're trying to do. They had a plan. That dude is asking for it. Yeah, I, thought, yeah. <laughs> they, they, I don't know if like us is, but Disney Mafia is going to knock them off. But, yeah, they had a plan somewhere. Mm-hmm. It may not have been the greatest of plans, but they had something they were 
some direction they were going in. I'm sure of that. That's interesting. All right. Now, okay, okay I, I'm not saying they didn't have a plan, but they may not have had the next two movies planned out. In other words, they could have. I could believe that. Planning to go on animation or do something else with that property, as opposed to you know doing two more movies, especially as, as badly as those prequels were were received. So mm-hmm. I mean, it could have it could have gone south, and I think they were they were you know trying to prepare for that if it did. If Disney ain't gonna do nothing else, they got motherfucking plans, and they got this shit planned out. They're gonna be doing Star Wars movies until our kids have kids have kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they'll try. They'll try, right? They'll try. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I just, I mean, I can believe that. I, I definitely think that they. We're like, you know what? We're going to make this movie, but we're not going to get too far down the road on what this is in case people, like, reject it completely. You know, right, we got, right. you know, we got yeah. a, a woman, a woman, a nigger, um, a fantasy. <laughs> like, we don't know what these white fanboys are going to do. That's why I said, uh, my, my that's why I said. <laughs> what? Uh, how is that line step? So, in words, we'll get you, we'll discuss that in SDFU. Nah, jeez, fine. And uh, you know what? And that was it for the blurred notes. So, let me hit my music. Hold on. Alright, so as um, the STFU music founder brings us in, alright, now, female perspective said we might be lightweight going too negative here on this podcast sometimes, so I'm going to keep it brief and short, because we don't, like, want to go too far off in there, because we've had, like, a really good podcast trying to be positive, even though uh, Hutch just accused Disney, even though Hutch just accused Disney of knocking off people for, for saying shit that they wasn't supposed to say, so, yeah, um, says highest conspiracy theories. So, if that was a nice podcast, I'm pretty sure Disney Radio got some nice stuff for you. <laughs> this, this is hardcore brother, baby. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> let me let me give let me give a couple of quick ones that uh, that aren't that won't require a whole lot of explanation. Um, Tiger Woods needs to get one. You too damn rich <laughs> to be driving anywhere. Without like yeah. Uber or a driver, yeah, or yeah, yeah. You're driving, Uber Uber yeah, 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 yeah. You, I mean, you're too rich for that. You, every everything in your life is lightweight, falling apart. You know, over the last couple of years, whatever. And I understand that. I understand that there could be some poor decision making there, but I mean, you're too rich to be driving drunk on pills or whatever the hell you was drunk on to be having that happen. Yeah, and Tiger is black. They reminded him. (laughs) Yeah, they reminded (laughs) him on his his police report. There ain't no Cavalasians checkbox on there. So yeah, so that was a quick one. He wanted. Did he say he wanted to recite the the Pledge of Allegiance backwards or what was that? Uh, they. I I didn't watch the whole thing because that's embarrassing for me to even watch that for him. But uh, I only watched parts of the video. I mean, but uh, my man is clearly out of it. Um, clearly, it's kind of like the Wolf of Wall Street when he had after he got off the uh, quaaludes and shit. Yeah, mm. show up. 
Was it for real? It was yeah. like that? It was told. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, he was totally bad. He yeah, was that, told picture, us, that picture tells the story. So, I yeah. mean, I don't know if he got another, I don't know if old girl got the forearm again. Or. Yeah, he, I, I think he needs to be perhaps going to rehab and just take a break. Yeah. He's breaking. Yeah, well, he's breaking down. Office, but yeah, he's breaking down. He's breaking down. He's probably just needs. You know, to uh, to, to and, perhaps go into rehab. And, and, and where can this mofo go to rehab where he won't be recognized? Well, he's not recognized. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but celebrities go to rehab all the time. Right, they're right, and they be recognized by the people. And that's Tiger Mother Blanket Wood. Them, his hairline receded, but that's still Tiger Mother Blanket Wood. And that hasn't stopped any other celebrities from going to rehab. Why? And they always go back. They all boomerang. Yeah, and they, and they, and I've said this before too. There's never been somebody who's been considered the greatest at their craft who's had like this dilemma, like this problem, this whatever, who didn't overcome it and then come back and win like another championship or whatever. Ali had mm-hmm. it. Jordan had it. Like I mean, I mean Gretzky, he got back to the finals even though he never won again. Like after he moved to L.A., like there's these people that are considered the greatest usually have this one thing in there, and then they overcome it. I mean, it, it just happens, and he hasn't been able to do that. You know, whether yeah. it's it's golf, whether it's because it's, I mean, yeah. look at yeah, look at Federer. I mean, he's coming back from this. Like, I mean, it, everybody has that second act, and he hasn't had a second act. And I don't think he's going to have one. Like, I think physically so he's not there. So you don't think he's capable of overcoming this and, and coming no, back? No, I don't. I don't. I hope mm-hmm. I'm wrong. And, I mean, I hope I'm completely wrong. He does. I mean, he's the only, yeah, he's the only reason I ever played golf. And, you know, I, mm-hmm. you know, I, hope, he, I hope I'm wrong, but I, it looks bad. Okay. So, yeah, I'm trying to make it quick. And y'all can ask some questions. Doesn't he have, <laughs> like, some physical ailments also? I know he has some Correct. back issues. His back is all jacked up. Me. Yeah, so I mean mm. that also plays into it as well. I mean, if you've mm-hmm. got you know physical ailments, I mean that that could also prevent you from from making that comeback. I have producer, yeah. keep it real. Is 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 Mr. Woods on them shits? Was he on them shits? <laughs> 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 um, I I don't. He well, he he was not under the influence of alcohol. So, because it, it wasn't there. So, no, I do think he's on, he probably also, he's probably like a legal junkie. He's probably on pain pills and shit. Mm-hmm. I, I can see that for his I'm back. I think the problem with his back is, yeah. Oh, was he on steroids? steroids? Um, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe he might have been. He might have been. I mean, but look, I mean, again, whatever you feel about steroids and baseball and steroids and whatever, and you don't golf, I golf for a little bit. Well, for a lot of bit, and I haven't golfed more recently or whatever. Um, steroids ain't gonna help you knock down a seventeen foot putt. It just won't. Yep. It won't. It won't. It won't. 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 I mean, again, it might again. That recovery is <laughs> fine, but it won't let you knock down that seventeen footer. And that you know. But, I mean, but he, he was. I think he was on that stuff, and now that stuff is getting him now. He's going through the ultimate warrior and all the wrestler phase. Well, that shit is fucking with him now at 38, 39. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah it's, it's not good. It's not good. No, but I do think he's probably like a legal junkie on like pain pills and shit. And that's something yeah. hard to kick, man. I mean, that's not, I mean, those things get in you will make you drive, think you in California driving around in a busted up car. If that gets to you, no. <laughs> so, 
yeah, Tiger yeah. gets one. Does anybody else have any? I got like five of them. I'm trying to go quick. Does anybody got anybody? Hutch, you're usually angry. Um, I'll, or, I'll you got one? Like well, this isn't an STFU. I'm trying to go positive. I'd like to give uh, a, high, a high five or a kudos to LeBron James for the way he handled um, you know, oh, the, the N-word incident. His yeah. statement in reference yeah. to, um, you know, the vandalism that was done to his home. Um, and, yeah, I, I saw what he said was very poignant. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And I'm yeah, trying to up his exact quote. Um, but, yeah, I, I'd like to give him kudos for that or high five. Or okay. Yeah, we need to come up with whatever our opposite of the SCFU is. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the preach, bro, the preach. I just, yeah. I just say good. I just say good on you, nigga. <laughs> just, yeah. 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 Good on yeah. you, nigga. Good yeah. on you. <laughs> yeah, good on you. Yeah, so that's fine. Okay, so that's good. Hutch, you got an SCFU? You know what? When I, I don't have one. Come, don't come back to me. Bring that shit back right. to me, man. But not right now. Right. Right now. <laughs> but, uh, Sammy, you got one? I've got... I've got one to piggyback off of a female perspective, um, uh, LeBron, uh, good on you. Uh, but this is an STFU, and you might have this on yours, producer. I'm sure um, I do. <sighs> Jason Fatman Whitlock. Yeah. Man, I don't know what's wrong with this cat. He's never been popular. He's always got some bullshit viewpoint that just, I mean, he's an antagonist. He's like uh, Skip, um, what's his name, on uh, Fox, from the ESPN. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a he's a potster. He just says shit to piss people off because it gets ratings. But uh, this time, I mean, he he basically attacked LeBron for his, uh, saying like, "Oh, you ain't got no problems. You got money. You ain't got no problems. You, you, you shouldn't have said that." And I'm I'm kind of stumbling over it, but it was kind of the gist of it. He uh, just came out and attacked him, and it didn't make any sense at all to me. I li- actually listened to it live. Uh, was on the radio on uh, Cow- mm-hmm. Cowherd's show, and uh, he has him on periodically. And he's just an idiot. I've, I've never liked him. Uh, he's he's an antagonist, just to antagonize. And this was just another uh, uh, situation where he does it. His, yeah, his I, I think. Up, man. Yeah, yeah. His quote was about like LeBron has doesn't experience racism. Because he's rich. Yeah, because and he's rich. Like man, because he's rich. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, and that's that the statement that LeBron made, where he basically said, no matter how much money you have or whatever, I mean, you can't escape it. I mean, right. he is right. considered to be one of the best basketball players there is. He has, uh, you know, buku money, so forth, and still, this stuff is happening to him. Yeah, so I mean you can. statement he made. Yeah, I mean you can get out the ghetto. Obviously, you can you can buy yourself a huge mansion, a house, and stuff. But at the end of the day, you're still gonna be black, and you know, right? right. And, right. Think, and, and yeah. he pointed out that you know, I mean, it's difficult for for African Americans in in this country. Period. Yeah. Regardless. Yeah. Yeah. Regardless. Yeah. Even. I like to interject on that a little bit. Um. If you, I don't care if you black, white, purple, dark yellow, whatever. If you write anything on my house, I'm going to try to whoop your ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that goes without saying. Yeah. And I think, so, too, but that... If, but if you're, if you're racially motivated and you write that on my house, I'm going to really want to find you, my friend. Right. 
Yeah. Well, and I think the finals or whatever I do in life, I'm gonna hire two or three uh, goons or people who need to work to work on you. <laughs> Every time Kevin Durant scores, they punching you. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and there was also too. Um, uh, think of all the microaggressions that LeBron has to deal with when dealing in his upper levels of economic uh, wherever he's living, all the microaggressions that he has to deal with dealing with white people. That's racist as hell, too. You know, mm-hmm. that they won't invest money with his company or even like what Fear Jackson was saying that he, you know, he rolled with a posse. You know, not his business associates. Right. You know, like that microaggression stuff that's, you know, racially motivated. Just just because Phil Jackson didn't call him a nigga doesn't mean that he wasn't racially motivated. You know, so... Right. Uh, You know what, that kind of goes back to a story I remember reading a a long time ago uh, where Eddie Murphy and Michael Jordan were at this really exclusive Rizzi hotel um, together and they they had gotten into um, the elevator. And this is when they were both at, you know, the peak of their careers. And this (laughs) old white lady got in the elevator with him with them, apparently not really knowing who they were. Yeah, just seeing an African American. And she grabbed her purse. And here, Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, she's in the elevator with Eddie Murphy and Michael Jordan at the peak of their careers, you know, and she's grabbing her purse. So, I mean, there's no escaping it. There is no escaping it. What about that story about Oprah and that arrow purse or where, where she went to her maid? Yeah, her maid. Her maid right, and she, I mean that's Oprah blankly blank Winfrey. Yeah. I mean she could. I mean she might be able to buy the freaking place for all I know. Okay. Literally. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Um. It is what it is. Okay. Yeah. So I. I yeah. I mean. Yeah. Fat lock. Fat lock. Couldn't get one every week. We could name the award <laughs> after him. What do you call him? Fat Lock. Fat Lock. Fat Lock. Fat Lock is kind of cool, too. Yeah, he's a dumb yeah. yeah, I mean, it's yeah, like, he it's like, yeah, he, he's like Trump. It's every week today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got another I got another one um, here for, uh, this one will be a quick one. This one will be a quick one, then we can spend time on the last one. Um, I guess the people on Fox News went on TV like they were wondering why Wonder Woman wasn't more patriotic. The fact that she didn't have <laughs> yeah. like the red, white, and blue girls on no more. Like she wanted yeah. to be, you know, she should, you know, more American, even though the characters from, you know, a, a, again a fantasy place to begin with or whatever. But she's not American, right. so they were like shitting on it because she's not American. I'm like, you know, fuck you, Fox News too. Well, y'all, are they, Fox being are they Fox. Are on all these other um, superheroes who are American? Uh, who yeah. have been played by British, Australians, and so forth. Mm-hmm. I mean, they weren't going through mm-hmm. all that then, were they? No, of course not. So, I mean, what's the difference? Yeah. It, it, yeah. You know what it is. It's because a, it's you know female it. or whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. well, what's the difference? Yep. You know what the yep. difference is. It's a, it's a female, it's a woman exuding things where she doesn't need a man or whatever. And kind of related to that, too. You know, I guess the the what the ale house or the movie house in Texas that announced that they were going to have these all women showings of like a, you know, a couple of all women showings, only women only showings of yeah. Wonder Woman, and like white male fanboys got all up in their panty drawers 
upset about like this happening. Like, oh, well, we should have had like all male viewings of uh, Star Wars, or what if there were all black viewings of the Black Panther? I'm like, I'm all for it, nigga. Yeah, give me an all black <laughs> show on the Black Panther. Oh, oh, in there. You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah, I mean, like, come on, man. Like, this is really bothering you. Like, this is the hill you're going to die on that you really upset that there was an all-women showing of freaking mm -hmm. uh, Wonder Woman? Like, was you upset if there was an all-women showing of Sex in the City when that movie came out? No, because you didn't care. It's because white fanboys think they own these characters. That's, period. That's all it is. Yeah. They think they yeah. own them because they're white. Period. So, yeah. yes, they get an STFU, too. Sorry. No. Uh, last one is Bill Maher. Did y'all hear that story? I heard it. Yeah. Um, for those who didn't know, on polit what it's not show's not politically incorrect. I don't even know what it's called on HBO. What's it I called? Don't know. Huh? Is it Bill Maher? It's, it's not politically incorrect anymore. No, it's something else with his show. Whatever. It's on just HBO. Yeah, some blah, 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 blah. He had some, I think it was a senator from Nebraska or something like that on there, and they were talking about something, and it was a joke that was like he, the senator said to Bill Maher, like, hey, you can come out and work in the fields, you know, in Nebraska. And Bill Maher was like, in the fields? He's like, no, I'm a house nigger. And, you know, he laughed, the, the audience laughed, and the, uh, the senator laughed too, even though he was like later on, like, I probably should have laughed at that to save my political career. Um, and, you know. Too late. Yeah, too late. And then Bill yeah, Maher apologized for it later. But, like, <laughs> Bill Maher been trashed for years. He has been trashed for years. But, like, this was just, like, verbally, like, outing it for himself. Uh, just, to, just to let you know, uh, and this is a Brothers Comics PSA, um, if you're not black, don't say the word. All right, yep. we're good. We're good. That, there you go. That that covers it. it. What about when the song? Nope. Well, what if I say it? Nope. What about, no. No exceptions. No. There's no exceptions for you to say it. I don't care. Period. You don't say it. You can't. What if it's not with the ER? Nope. No. No. Don't say it. Ever. It's not your word. It doesn't belong to you. Don't say it. Period. Okay. No. That, to that, through that controversy years ago over that Ja Rule song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, she can't say it either. Again, okay. if you're not black, no. <clears throat> Most especially, you shouldn't be saying it. No. Sorry. She can't happen. Nope. I, I mean, again, you know, if people have... And, 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 and as soon as you say no, that makes everybody want to say it even more. Yeah. I mean, we've yeah. been having this debate for 35 years about white people yeah. wanting to say this word. Like, and again, the, well, I'm just saying. Uh, 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 yeah, <laughs> I'm, talking yeah. About us. I'm talking about more us in general. Like, you know, and again, everybody's got their, and, you know, even black people got their own whatever's about the word. You know, I'm somebody who uses it, you know, frequently. It's just, you know, I just do, you know, but some people don't use Like, in a female perspective, you're not somebody that uses it, right? I have used it on occasion, sure. But, it has but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> 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 but I'm talking in, in frequency, in frequency. Right. Now, in frequency, I try to avoid using it. Okay. Hutch is somebody who uses it occasionally. Um, you know, I'm, I'm somebody saying, man, I'm, if you use it occasionally on here, I'm not sure where you are in your, 
normal viewings or whatever. But, but you know, yeah, it, 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 but among our people, it slips out more than it, you know. Yeah, I, I, at my, uh, my, my baseline is I don't like to, but it will slip out. And right. I am black. Yeah. I mean, it's just going to happen. Yeah, and I don't use it in mixed company very often, you know. Like, it's just, like, reserved for us. But, exactly. Um, um, but and still. the 300 million thousand people on the Internet. Well, else says that? <laughs> mm, yeah. But again, most of the people that are listening to this is us. So, you know. Well, I meant more so like us as in our people, not just us literally. But uh, associated with that, too, I, I've gotten like notes from people on Twitter or whatever, like, because I'll, you, you know, I issue like, you know, those hashtag this nigger award on, tw- on Twitter. And, you know, mm. I mean, some people have come to me and, and like, and I stopped using it for the most part. Like, I don't. You know, like somebody came to me, somebody that I respect on there, um, who happens to be gay, about like issuing like eat a dick awards, and he was, you know, he came to me like in, in direct messages or whatever. He was like, hey, you know, as a gay man, you know, like it, it, it seems like it, it can be used in a way that's, you know, kind of disrespectful or whatever. You know, and his explanation made sense to me, so that's why I stopped saying it or stopped as, as trying to say it as much. That's why you haven't heard me say it on the podcast that much, which is fine. You know, but not that some people come to me that are like, hey, you know, you use that word or whatever, like, nigga, or whatever. And I'm like, hey, yeah, we're going to have to agree to disagree on that one because, um, yeah, he's yeah. stopping saying that. So, uh, but, no. So, on the other side, what, what are your feelings about Kathy Griffin getting, getting messed over or whatever? I mean, it was, yeah, it was stupid, and she shouldn't have did it. But, yeah, it was dumb. That's pretty much it. I mean, you know. You can do offensive comedy if it's funny. That wasn't funny. Yeah. You know? That was a shock value. Hey, that was funny. But that's, that's a whole other story. Yeah, that's yeah. a whole other podcast. Yep. So, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, I didn't think that that was funny, and, you know, it doesn't make any sense to do it. She did it, and she's paying this, the consequences for it. But Kathy Griffin's yeah. white. They'll come out on top. That's how it works. You know, she'll eat, have to eat shit now, but it'll work out later for her because she's white. You know, and same thing with Bill Maher. He might get shit canned for saying this, but it ain't like he's going to be out forever. He'll just go on tour and go underground like, you know, somebody else and then mm-hmm. pop out later on, you know. It's whatever. And this gets to this other thing. This will be the last part of it. Um, um, which, uh, yeah, whoever you black people are that's issuing passes, air quotations, to white people to say this word, please stop because... That's the reason that people feel so free to do it a lot of times is because, like, you know, you know, you can say it around this friend that you younger black people allow these white kids to say it. And they, they grow up and they just learn to say it. it that's, that's on y'all. Because older black people don't be giving passes to white people to say that shit. Period. So, that's it. All right. You got anybody, Hutch? Uh, I did. And all of a sudden, all this flower power to be positive <laughs> that's awful. That's awful. Uh, female perspective behind anybody? Um, no, I can't think of anything. Well, no. you know, the, the usual suspect. Yeah. 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 Other than yeah. that, I mean, because he's mm. done so much, he's taking a minute to go down the list. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's only agenda, really, is to get rid of everything 44 did. Right, that, that yeah. is his main agenda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. 
Yeah, that's all, that's it. That's, there's nothing. There's nothing behind it other than that. You know, like I said, if they could call it Trump Care and left it the exact same way, people would have been like, okay. You know, it, it wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> they just want to get anything off. Of, it off, is uh, Trump off of Care. Him. I mean, he couldn't. I mean, he had the ability to change it. He has mm. the. He has the the House. He has the the, the Supreme Court. And they, right. I mean, they're like, oh my. Mm. So it is. Yeah. It is. Well, they don't. None of those people really want to throw themselves too fully behind him because they know it could, the house of cards, pun intended, could fall on top of him very, very quickly. Oh, um, oh the house is falling. It could go down with him. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I mean, nobody wants to. Yeah. Cards, this, yeah. I mean, yeah. Nobody wants to go down. Right now. And I mean, right. a lot of a lot of people that supported him strongly are now supporting him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Heisman from the Heisman post, right? <laughs> so, yeah, all right. So yeah, okay. So that wraps up podcast. I know I messed the numbering up. Thanks for calling that out. So we'll call it. I don't know six two six three, whichever one it is, man. Uh, I don't know. That's it. Um, Brothers Comics news. Uh, we got um, uh, no cons coming up not until the end of July with uh. Uh, the, 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 Fort Lauderdale Con, Paradise City, no, uh, I forget, uh, RetroCon, yes, yeah. or SuperCon in Fort Lauderdale Supercon. in July. Yeah. Uh, we're hoping to get press for DC's Con, which is called, I sent it to y'all, you remember what it was called, Hutch? Uh, I don't remember. I can't remember. Yeah, I, I, I applied for press for it, and not because I can go, but um, um, our, uh, uh, we'll call him Brother Jay Les, um, he might be able to go if we get past four. He'll go and cover that for us. That's uh, June 16th, the weekend of June the 16th. Uh, so we might be represented at that. Um, podcast coming up, we have the, we had the Thursday Night Comic Book Chat this week. And then we'll have, um, we're trying to get this Game of Thrones podcast up where we start recapping the season leading up to um, season eight. Uh, my, my international screening site has been down for two days now, so I haven't been able to watch. So. I'm uh, kind of having some withdrawals in season five. Hopefully, it's going to be working by the time we get off this call. Um, so yeah, there's that. And uh, what else? Uh, I think that's about it, really. You know, we're just hanging out. There's been a lot of traffic on the website and podcast the last few days from all the stuff at the con. So thank you for watching and following and all that. Uh, we went over 1,300 followers on Twitter not that much long ago, and now we're almost up to 1,350, like that, like like a week and a half. We almost picked up 50 followers like in like seven days. So just pushing towards 14, 1500 and uh, chucking on. So yeah, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, all um, at Brothers Comics, B R O T H A S Comics. If I can interject real quick, um, please. There was one thing that we haven't put up on on the website yet about the um, the pub crawl that Hutch and I attended, the superhero pub crawl. Mm -hmm. that was what a week ago, two weeks ago, two weeks ago, um, yeah. and and that was a lot of fun. Um, it, it was here in, in the Atlanta area, um, and basically it consisted of um, five bars, and you dress up like you know your favorite um, superhero, and they had like um, superhero themed shots that you would get at each pub, and um, and it was really cool. Uh, I right. I was pleasantly surprised, but I enjoyed it. I like the And um, Hutch went as the Red Skull, and I went mm-hmm. as Missy Knight. Yeah. 
Yeah, they're going, like I did put the pictures like up. I didn't put the I didn't put them on the website. I did put them on the Facebook page though. Not your misty night picture. Seeing that perspective. I respected your wishes. So, uh, yeah, I'll make sure that's there eventually sure and yeah. you know, do a write up on it. Remember you'll be able to Find this podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Uh, leave a review, a rating, uh, share. Uh, again, the more rankings we get, the more people see it and hear it, the uh, more chance that we have to expand the brand, so to speak. Um, that's that. Now, we talked about exit music at the start. Are we going to go with a, an Allman Brothers song? Hutch thought that would be the whitest thing that we've ever done on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We can go with Midnight Rider. Midnight Rider, I like it. That's what, yeah, oh, do use Midnight Rider. Yeah, yeah. So with, yeah, so with Midnight Rider. No oh, Midnight Rider, nice. Super Idiot Man. Mm, yeah, I know. Yeah, we're going yeah. with Midnight Rider. Um, I, mean, I, can't, I, can't, I mean, those are the whitest songs on. That's the winner scared. You can't get no whiter here. I assure you, as long as I'm associated with this podcast, we will never play Leonard Skinner. On this goddamn podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know, uh, yeah. there is a line. That would be my line. Uh, yeah. Mm. No. Yeah. So, all right. So, yeah, as uh, the Allman Brothers take us out, the Midnight Rider, um, I think that's it. I'm going to wrap this up as the producer of this podcast, number unknown. All right. Uh, Sam, <laughs> sign off. Peace out, y'all. See y'all next time. Adios. Hey. Female perspective. Adios from the female perspective. Big Hutch, don't get fired. <laughs> don't get fired, <laughs> Mr. IV. But yeah, sure. No line stepping. No line stepping. No line stepping. It's not me. <laughs> all right. All right, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> it's never me. All right. Y'all take it easy. We'll see you on the other side. Peace. Peace. Peace.